There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Studios, KPN-TFM, HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM, HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Hello. Good morning, St. Louis. Is that how we start these? Hello? Where's Tim? Where in the world is Tim? Now get off your chest. Okay, I thought he was here. I'll keep going. It's kind of disappointing that we that we tune into a show like this and, and our leader isn't here. All right, Doug, I'm getting some best ofs up to Where play is he? for this show. Okay. All right. We're here. Good morning, well, St. Louis. It's nice to see the rest of you. <laughs> it's the Ryan Kelly morning after. Look at these things. What? Iggy was originally doing uh, radio... How God intended, raw, no headphones. Oh. I, um, but I now that. he's got Tim's old headphones on that have some sort of paperclip attached. Are you such them. a lemming that when Tim is gone, you put on his headphones? No one know. should complain about headphones. Look at <laughs> these things I'm rocking, and I've been rocking these for like a year. Well, these things are hanging on my neck. They're, look at them; they're <laughs> not even on my head. You look like DJ Ken over there. <laughs> the big old cans, which I the one I'm I currently wearing. Left my car and didn't grab my headsets. I don't know why they're sitting right on that seat. Oh, well, you could go get them, I suppose. No, I'd do with these. Yeah, well, now we're matching. Maybe at the Isn't break. Darling? fit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it goes well, though, with the salmon, the salmon aesthetic mm-hmm. you got rocking. Well, I'll get by. Okay. This is a Ryan Kelly morning after. The Munganast 7 Tim? o'clock hour. Tim is out today, but you know who we do have? No. To my right, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn. Oh, I'm here, yeah. Kirkwood legend. The yeah. Wizard of Crestwood. Uh, across from me, Darren the Plowhawk Atkins, Canton's finest. Excuse me. Western Illinois grad. Did you fart? No, I burped. Sorry. It's all good. I thought it was a nice intro. I got a Mountain Dew Code Red. My Code Red a month. <laughs> it is Code Red season. To my left, Ken Iggy Strode, Brentwood Hall of Famer, possible bowling Hall of Famer, St. Charles uh, Bowling. St. Charles USBC Hall of Fame, I think. I don't uh, know. Doug called it the, the, uh, what did you say? I can't remember. I don't know. Either I, I'm sure it was good, though. It was so good. I don't know why St. Charles start. has one. Then, but I don't even know. Alina Matthews, my former partner at Kegler's Corner, uh, nominated me, and now she'll call me if I get in. You're just waiting. Chances are you didn't get in. I'm not even sure I'll show up. Maybe they had a vote, and you came up short. Well, what? I don't know. If they remember when I inducted my friend Chris McClellan in a few years ago. Obviously. I did. Who doesn't I remember that? Yeah. I've been. Uh, a lot of people remember right where they were when that happened. I think we played audio of it. Um, I did stand up that night. 
I basically just told jokes. I don't think they were too happy, like I wasn't taking it seriously. No. <laughs> so that's what cost you the Hall of Fame induction I, this time around? I started out by saying, um, I did kind of a Nikki Glaser thing. Let's just say, I don't know where it was. I think, let's just say Orlando Gardens. Because uh, I think it might have been Orlando Gardens. And um, <clears throat> I said, and it was beef. Beef. If you had guessed beef was what we had for dinner tonight, you are the winner of the raffle. And I said, I'm just kidding. Orlando Gardens is the best they could do for the money they had. Nice. And then I started out. That's, <laughs> that's why we all remember exactly where we were when you gave that speech. The day the earth stood still. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if they put me in after that. Uh, here comes the food joke story. That's from a new bowl eligible. And it came in right before the, the no, story you didn't. was said. I have it right here. comes the food joke story. We enjoy the story. So Wonderful. Iggy, that's from Susie Cream Cheese. Cut his mic. It's too early for Papa's hijacking. Cut save mine. Ferris? No, save Tim. That's from the angel of the morning after. Get involved. Text on in. Engineered Design Facilities. Oh the EDF Group text inbox. 314 881 TMA5. Call in and talk to KG in O-Town, who's in the uh, Sekman, a.k.a. Ledoux Horton Watkins Studios, 636-904 uh, TMA. KG, how you doing? Thanks for coming in today, buddy. I can't quit you guys. <laughs> he brought in a whole big box of donuts, Yeah, what a kind oh, gesture. Good. I mean, Gosh. there's just a massive box of donuts. I figure, Plowsy, you're going to have, what, two, three? I'm on one right now. What I am looking up is... Just disappointment right now. What? I'm looking up uh, some VHSs that are going for big money now. Oh, I saw some about that. What, Bro, what's the deal with that? There are this? four of the them. Disney, the old Disney tapes? Yeah, there are four of them that are $25,000 or more that we have. 25000 Oh, dude, this one right here. I bet my mom Beauty and the Beast, $550,000. That's just someone trying to sell it. It's like, not like it's actually, it's actually. Fox and the Hound are going for around thirty or 50000 I got all that stuff. Like in the bubble cases, like those big. Bubble like cases, the original, yeah, like yeah, those, yeah. We had all five hundred and fifty. That, we gave somebody those... on eBay trying to sell it for that much. No, these have these are sold for. So this because... is a price that has already been set. Now, by the why market. would they be worth that? I mean, collectibles, but bro, like we gave art to our Stop church. Stop saying bro. Without I'm beef, I'm so disappointed looking at all these. But a cool look through. I got, the... I got a lot of VHS at home. There's some that are worth it. Great Mouse Detective Dog, $25,000 for the Great no, Mouse. Come on. DVD. <laughs> you can't even get a VCR anymore to play these things. The VCR might be more expensive than the VHSs there. I've yeah. got one. I've got a dual uh, DVD VHS player. That actually will be worth Still a lot of money. at the mall in the mid-2000s. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll throw on a VHS from Bermuda. And you, you'll throw on a VHS? Sex tape. Rewind it? Like what kind of VHS from Bermuda? I used to take videos all the time. Of uh, what? Homemade sex videos. Yeah, what it the sex like. tapes. We need to digitize those. Of those. Uh, <laughs> mainly just golf on the beach, drive. stuff like that, and screwing around at work. One with our, uh, my friend Tom Hollyhock. Tom Hollyhock. That's a good that's text name. Yeah. <laughs> he's from he's One from England, and his uh, his girlfriend Aisha was uh, the sous chef in our restaurant, in our hotel. And uh, I thought it was Mesfin. Mesfin was the pastry chef. Oh. And he was great. <laughs> That's right. And uh, my good friend from Canada, Didier. Oh, for heaven's sake. Didier Drugba. Didier Outstanding would, player for the Ivory Coast. For my two nights off, I would always go in at like 4 o'clock, and Didier <clears throat> would either just hand me a big Chateaubriand or a rack of lamb, and I'd go home and cook it. Um, so thanks to Didier. But Tom Hollyhack, I brought in my video camera one night, 
just to film, you know, us setting up stations and screwing around. And he grabbed it and started filming, just walking around. It was like 9 o'clock. We were still busy. And in this English accent, anybody seen Strode? Anybody seen Strode? He goes, there's a table that needs water. There's a table looking for their entrees. There's Iggy's table needs more bread. Where is Iggy? And he just walks through the dining room. He goes out the hallway, down a, another stairway, and there I am sitting there smoking a cigarette. Oh, so things haven't changed <laughs> much, have they? Here he is. No. So it started back in the uh, late 80s that I just As ignored. a waiter, you excused yourself <laughs> ignored from the tables my tables to go and went smoke? out and smoked, yeah. Oh, that's nice Was that reflected in your tip? No, tips are already in there. I was going to say, a restaurant where tips are included or it's a no tipping might not be great for your work ethic there. Well, if I had tableside service, I would take care of them because there'd be extra tips. They'd usually hand you another 20 or Nobody 40. made guacamole like you did, tableside. Yeah, they make guacamole. There's but, Caesar salad. There's no worse type of people than the people that either under tip or don't tip at all, and then their defense is, well, the restaurant need to pay them more. I, I, those are well, there those are, are worse people. There are people that shoot each other on the streets. <laughs> I'm, and I mean, in like terms that. of like personality traits, like to have that thought process to think yeah. that, oh, it's not just because I had great service doesn't mean they deserve the money. The restaurant should pay them more. That that's a bad. You can't afford that's the tip. A bad you can't afford argument. Yeah, it, it, that's the whole thing. Yeah, Use I that think, money. Go to the grocery store. Cook your family something. Yeah, I think we had. I think it was 18 percent was already added into the check. I go 18 or 20 every time. But then if I did tableside service, a lot of times they would. You're going to need a lot more than than that for tableside service, especially. Yeah, well they Caesar would. Salad. I mean, if they didn't tip me extra, it's all. I got 18 percent no matter what I did. <laughs> There's going to be a loogie in that salad. Yeah. That yeah. Whether I do a tableside service, or I go out and smoke. I'm still getting 18 percent. That's nice. How but much if, would you charge if you did tableside service with a Caesar salad and you hit on the daughter? I didn't charge, but they would always give so me extra money. He's got a free money. bang. And we got to keep that. Our 18% all went into oh, it did. the waiter's pool. And at the end of the day, we worked on uh, points. So the waiters would get nine points and we give the maitre d' one point. So we, I was making like $1,000 a week. But I would get extra tips for table-sized stuff. Sometimes they give me 50 bucks. Now, the one guy that I did, him and his wife, his entire dinner, I did. They started with a shrimp de jong appetizer table-side. Caesar salad. And by table-side, you mean you just brought it to them? No, it means I had to bring out a thing, and I cooked for them. Like a hibachi chef. No. Shrimp Paul DeYoung. I know, it was one of those butane things. Um, but a pan and all the... Ingredients and I would yeah. wheel it up there. What did you? Shrimp de jong for you. She wanted a fettuccine appetizer, so I got two tables there. I got two of the rolling tables: fettuccine here, shrimp de jong here. What are the cooks doing in all this? Why are the waiters doing all the cooking? Well, not every, not every table got tableside service. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but Caesar salad for their salad. All right, what did you want? She's getting the shrimp de jong for dinner, which is bigger shrimp and a bigger portion. And uh, he had uh, steak Diane. How do you remember what these people ordered? Because I'm going to tell you why I remembered. All right. For dessert, Cherry's Jubilee for him, Bananas Foster for her. So this is all table side. Yes. Not one extra dime. Ah. Ross Perot. Wow. Richest man in Bermuda. Yeah. Not an extra dime. Thank you. Everything is great. Thank you. Where's some extra money, old man? Oh, Usually now you're pe- twice cut once. <laughs> the people that have the money are typically the ones that aren't giving any money away. Nothing from Ross Perot. That's like why the Dalai I Lama, him. the Bill Murray. 
I mean, 18% for the check, but nothing extra. Like, everything they ate, I cooked. That's a shame. You know, I, I have a problem with t- uh, tipping now. It's it's because it, you'll do like uh, it was a, I think it was like the Cardinal game. Like I sell, it was a self checkout of a water bottle, and yeah. then it said, "Do you want to leave a tip?" Oh, no. and I know. Yeah, I said a tip. Yeah, for me, I did everything. I, I grabbed the water bottle and put it on this thing. Like who am I? I don't even know. Would I be tipping myself? Yeah. But you get that almost everywhere. Yeah, anywhere that you has to, like the you iPad. You got a bread company or something. You right. Order a, a drink to go. It, you know, same thing. It's like, I, and I get like, you know, obviously you want to tip the people who are taking care of you, but like, what is the bar now for a, for a tip situation? Why don't we ever get tipped here? Yeah, that's Why a good point. Listeners, send us money. Send us tips. Yeah, we get paid, but if you enjoy the show today, throw some money at us. A little us. something extra. At yeah. Darren Dash Atkins. Venmo that cash. Negrello 111. Now, Ross Perot, he got fined. God, I, don't rem- I don't remember the total. It was upwards of five, six million dollars, I think. He had a yacht that he, it wasn't close enough to his property. And so he blew up a reef. He had the construction people come in and throw dynamite down there. Oh, yeah. And blew up a reef so he you could are. get his yacht closer to his property. Yeah. That's a no-no. You've had to do that for your polo fields, right? A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. far, no one caught me. <laughs> See, he thought he was better than everybody. Just, I'm going to blow up a reef where all these beautiful fish are living. Pristine reef. Wasn't he a Texas oil billionaire or something like that? I think so. H. Yeah. Ross Perot. But he had a house in uh, Bermuda. Ran for president. Really? He did. Probably prevented George Bush, uh, the original, from uh, a second term. Huh. Because he ran he? as a third-party candidate. Didn't, didn't he have that old uh, Ralph Nader vote. situation there? Uh, no, he wasn't quite the... Uh, not as popular. Crazy as Ralph Nader. Didn't he have some? Who was that old guy who was his uh, vice president? Show a- candidate. Bob Dole. Anderson, no, it was some. It was some old guy. Oh, Admiral Stockdale. Admiral Stockdale. <laughs> does, does, don't they, even does he talk. text in? Mm-hmm. He did a remote and. Here, Texas. He couldn't even talk. Yeah. Well, our current president can't either. Well, that's yeah, true there's too, a lot but... of people that can't talk. They're in best uh, great positions. So there's my Ross Perot story. There it is. Ross Pro H Ross Pro nice. I, I you you know you're rich when you have a, a initial as right. your first like the first part of your name. What's your middle name? Bennett. So it'd be B Jackson Burkett. Eh, it doesn't work as well. You'd be E or, Douglas. Or J Long. Bennett Burkett. Yeah, now we're that talking. That sounds a little more stable. Ooh, that does. J Bennett Burkett. Yeah, the actress who portrays um, Jerry in the in Succession is J Smith Cameron. Just first name yeah. J. Kind of dug her. How about J. Yeah, Edgar Hoover? Good. That's another good one. J. Edgar Hoover. Bad movie with uh, Leo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For an older lady, I kind of dug her. No, who was this? J. Edgar Hoover? Jerry. Oh, yeah. J. Edgar Jerry. Hoover apparently dressed as an old lady, apparently, every now and then. He was really? kind of an odd man behind the scenes, you know. Tommy Lee Jones did that in JFK. He was dipped in Gould. Oh. Or is that Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci dipped in Gould. <laughs> and, and twisting each other's nipples for some reason. Oh. Very underrated Tommy Lee Jones movie was... Um, Executioner song. Never seen it. I love Tommy. It's Lee about um, God. Who's the guy that he was sentenced to death for killing a couple of people, and he didn't want all the he didn't want all the appeals. He said, "I don't want appeals. Kill me now. You found me guilty. Kill me." God, I can't think of his name. It's a well-known case. But Roseanne Arquette got naked like four times. Oh, <laughs> and there's the meat of the situation. Mm-hmm. Hey, Doug, I got a tip for you. Just bend on over. It's hey. from Sally Land. Hey. I gave Doug just a tip last night. That's from the White Collar Gangster. Gosh. Hey, Doug, I wanted to give you my tip. In fact, if you want, I'll give you the whole three inches. It's oh. from 636. Someone's got to get suspended at some point. I can't keep reading uh, I'm these. I'm close. 
Uh, A Powder Piddles would be my name. That's from Miss Janie Shanahan. Uh, what about W Earl Brown? That's from the birthday. Yeah, album. W, w Earl Brown. Brown. How can I not remember that, my good friend? Uh, Jeopardy. I'll take Iggy Bermuda stories that we've heard hundreds of times before for 1,000, Alex. Make it stop. That's from the Banty Boy in Bridgeton. I don't oh. remember telling the Ross Bros story. Maybe I did. I've never heard the I Ross don't remember Bros. it either. I've known you waited on him. I didn't know he didn't tip you. That's a shame. Well, I, could, I shouldn't say he didn't tip. I mean, there's there's automatic 18%. But that's, I mean, that's just but paying his bill at that point. Almost everybody you do table side service will give you an extra 20 bucks or so at the end of the night. He gave me nothing. Table uh, side means Gilmore. you actually have to cook it right there by the table. Yes, and... Lively, Not just every waiter could do that. Lively banter. Well, you got to talk to them as well. Well, you got to riz up the, well, that's, the uh, young girls there that's how I got with the, the families. That's how I got the daughters. Now, did Ross <laughs> have a daughters. granddaughter or something there that you no, couldn't nobody, hit on? No, no, just him and his wife. Did you hit on the wife at all? No. Did you hit on anyone's wife while you were maybe making a Caesar salad? No, I wasn't into that back then. I wasn't into... That kind of promiscuity. Cuckolding. Cuckolding. Cuck I, like, I like that. What, what if that emphasis, cuckold, like the H-O? Mm-hmm. Cuckolding. Like quick cuck. And then the... They did that. The first time I heard that word, I think, was in um, Orange is the New Black. And it was an Australian guy that um, he had just slept with a guy's wife. He goes, you cuckolded me. You no. cuckolded me. That's the problem is like that show had so much promise. I watched the first two seasons and loved every second of it. It tailed off really quick. Which was it? Orange is the New Black. Oh, I, never I saw thought it. it was good to like the final season. That's what I, I, I thought the first two seasons were amazing. And uh, then you kind of lose steam. In college, we called it bird dogging. You weren't cuckolding, you were bird dogging. <laughs> I like that. What is that <laughs> bird dogging? I don't know. No one was married, obviously, but if, if someone was firing on your date or something, you'd say, God, he's bird dogging. So basically, a bird dog <laughs> is. Big eek. It sits right. I remember because we used to volunteer for the shooting and duck hunting as Boy Scouts, and there'd be like private property out. And I forgot what it was called. It was also like Purina Farm. Like Purina had like money into this area, but mm -hmm. they would do hunting and shooting. It'd be like a club for guys. Um, and the dogs would sit right next to the hunter. They'd, you know, get the see the ducks, see the goose shoot it, and it would fall into, like, a little waterway. Yeah. Probably about 50, 75 yards away, the dog would just sprint, run, grab the grab mm -hmm. the bird, drop it right next to bird the human. Dogging. It's amazing. Uh, I don't even know how you train that. I don't remember in Bermuda a lot of celebrities. Uh, Deanne Warwick, who I think she, she, I don't know if she slept with him. She's still with us? But she hit on, I think so, she hit on one of our waiters who looked like Johnny Mathis. Chances are that you'll wear us Billy Green. You guys want to take a guess on Dionne Warwick's age? Oh, she's oh 78. 83, I'm assuming. I've got to be in the 80s. Yeah, 82. Okay. And she's canceled a concert after a medical incident. I'm going to say, she's got to be, I mean, knocking on that door soon, right? Well, she was she has some killer hits, though. She has. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She was infatuated with this guy, though. He did look like Johnny Mathis. Um, Chance. And, and we're all at a table. I don't even know why. Chances are we must he'd open his mouth and the words wouldn't come out sometimes right away. <laughs> yes. That's your delay. Where a silly grin. That's a, uh, yeah, that's very unique. Um, we hear a lot of people. But I don't know why we went. I can't believe I would go to the Southampton Princess to see Dion Warwick. I don't even know why we were there. 
the hell is this? But she came over to our table princess? and she goes, oh my <laughs> is that God. a boat? You look, yeah, it's a big hotel by our, ho- by our, where we lived. Um, and she goes, oh my God, you look just like my friend Johnny Mathis. And she signed something to my mom as well. And hung out with Michael Douglas. Other than that, and Leona Helmsley, obviously. I can't uh, think of a lot of celebrities that, that I met in Bermuda. The usual, usual suspects you see in Michael Hollywood. Douglas, is, that's a pretty cool. Well, he, had a, he, has a, he now has a house down there with his Zeta. Oh, Catherine But his mom, his mom lives in Bermuda. And she was doing a play that she wrote. And he came down for the play. And then afterwards, he sat on the stage with his mom just to answer questions. But I got to go backstage, and it's just, it just come out in the Post, uh, the New York Post. is one of the papers I got to read every day. And it said that Michael Douglas signs a $10 million deal to do a movie called Wall Street. So Man. I was back there talking to him. I said, You were hanging with him. Oh, yeah. I got a picture sure, of him. Sure, sure. I said, Great job on Wall Street. So what do you mean? I go, I hear you got $10 million from Wall Street. He goes, Yeah, must have a good agent. <laughs> Hope that happens. He didn't. He's acting like he didn't know about it, but hmm. he was pretty cool. He looked like a slob. His shirt tail was hung out, and his big old baggy pants. We probably banged him two at a time when he was a young cat. I want to hear more of this stand-up routine. It's hard to follow up that beef joke. I'm still laughing. It's from Larry Thornton. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did say. I said. Oh, we are gonna get. More. And Chris. And Chris. Uh, you know, Chris and I kind of had different paths. He, I remember he walked up to me one day and said, "I'm thinking of the priesthood." What do you think? I said, no, I, I still want to have sex. That was the whole joke? Yeah, I said, a lot of sex. And then people, sex. people were laughing. I looked at it, I said, I think probably four or five of you in here. Uh, then they went wild. I love how he referenced Catherine Zeta-Jones as simply Zeta. <laughs> also, and we knew exactly who he was talking about. Also, this never happened. That's from Wolf Boy. Well, I do have a picture of me, Michael Douglas, in Bermuda, so... Uh, here's the Michael Douglas 10 million story for the 10 millionth time. That's from Sally Land. Somebody wants to go on my Facebook page. I'm sure you can find it. Uh, Chip Carey held the door for me as I left the building after the game on Wednesday. That's from Stephen Wilde. Really? Yeah. yeah, he's a very nice guy. Seems like very it. Very nice guy. Seems I like the love in this first season. I, yeah. like, I like how he calls the Cardinal game. Thrilled that he left the best team in the National League for the worst, probably. But what about the fans? Well, we've got the best fans in all of baseball. And he I does guess. it for the fans and not the money. Mm-hmm. He'll really be happy when Bailey stops paying him. Well, he probably came here just as a volunteer to work for the best team in baseball. Right, yeah. I got to mm-hmm. say, the Wednesday game we went to, that might have been, and I get the concept, middle of the week afternoon game. That was the least amount of people I've seen in Bush Stadium. I mean, ever. But they sold 39,000 tickets to that game. There was still a lot of people. And that's fine. That's fine and all well, but there wasn't 15,000 people there. Oh, yes, there, were, there were way more than 15,000. Well, maybe not at the end, but at the beginning, there, sure. there was over 30,000 people there. Oh, I don't... I, they were all the, in the shade, the sunny section. That, may, that was the, the case, most but. empty I've seen the stadium. I've seen them. I've seen, I've seen them more. We, we, like, those kind of busman special in, like, April or May when yeah. the kids are still in school, Yeah, those are can be sparsely attended. But in the middle of the summer, even when it's really hot, People still go. How do 39,000 people have the day off? You should have went to the games back in the early 90s. Well, you start with all the season tickets, which is probably 20,000, 22, or 3,000. Yeah. See, that's weak. And then they run <laughs> that's, that, that That's the number well, they that they tickets. bought. They bought the tickets. Yeah, it's the only way they can really record attendance. And that's how everyone else does attendance <laughs> as well. It's yeah, not you just can't a count them. Thing. 
if know, he sold the ticket, I want people at the I want people at the gate numbers, and I know that is almost impossible to do with that amount of people. But if you're adding the season ticket holders who maybe go to maybe three fourths, maybe half the games, I, I, that's weird. There's no way there are thirty nine thousand. I'll give you a stat I saw this morning. Uh, oh, yeah. You know the Cardinals start a series with the Mets this weekend in Queens. Yes, last ten games, the Mets are two and eight, two twenty two batting average, five sixty. 5.68 ERA. The Cardinals, 2-8, 227 batting average, 5.01 ERA in the last 10 games. Battle of the juggernauts. Yeah, heavyweight battle. Coming, coming in hot. There. Yeah, absolutely. Now's the time to turn it around. When you're yeah. in Queens, you turn it around. I hate the Mets. And Pete Alonso's out, so they get a break there. He's been playing, well, not poorly, but uh, I, I don't like the Mets, Doug. I don't like the Mets one. I think they're my least favorite National League team. Why? I just... My my one side of my family, big Mets fans. Ever since '06 in the NLCS, I just never liked them. Never really? liked the Mets. They might be almost as big a disappointment as the Cardinals because they spent a fortune. <laughs> yeah, them season. them and the Padres. Yeah. But they're you know the Cardinals are 15 games below 500. Those guys are like three or four games below 500. We're but fif- then we're 15 under. But those losses help out in September. Exactly. Yeah. The adversity that the Cardinals are mm-hmm. facing right now will only make them tougher to beat. Come October. I believe I so. love fans and Doug, I'm not I'm not throwing you under the bus here, but this does bring up a great point that fans are like, Oh, at least we're not the Mets and Padres. They have name brand players. Yet they're two, three games under five hundred. And they're like, Oh, well they they spent a lot of money. It's like this isn't your money. Like why do we give Mosellock and DeWitt a pat on the back for an extra money that they save for the ball club? You're 15 games under 500. I'd much rather be the Mets and Padres who spent 300 million on payroll and being two games under 500 than trotting out Burleson types every other game and getting just absolutely shelled and a 15 games under 500. Well, so I hate the fan going, "Well, leave them not the Mets." You mean a team that could make the playoffs who has three or four All Stars on it? Yeah, I would hate. I hate that. I would absolutely hate to have a functioning team that's fun to watch. Well, well when you say it's not our money, indirectly, you you. Supply some of that money. When you spend twelve dollars for a hot dog and eighteen dollars for a beer, and your ticket costs a hundred bucks, that's that's where that money comes from. Yeah, but where are the players? Where are the players? Yeah, if I'm spending oh, eight, the eight, ten, twelve dollars on a hot dog, what are they using that money for? Well, giveaways. They, that's they what got... I'm saying. Like to congratulate your owner for lining his own pocket instead of putting a competitive team on the field. That's not. That's not something we should be celebrating or congratulating anybody. I want them to spend all of their money. Oh. I want them to go broke in order uh-huh. to win a couple World Series. But, again, it's two different sides of the table. you got to be a member at, you know, Seminole. you got to have oh. your three beach houses. You can't, you can't, you can't possibly compete. The, Met, the Mets owner, pay. Stephen Cohen, I believe, is the wealthiest owner in all of Major League Baseball. And he's doing it exactly how every Joe Schmo in America should but be they doing don't all, it. But they don't all have the same billions that he's got. No, I get that. They've all I'm, got billions, probably one or two, but not his fifteen or twenty billion. Oh yeah, those one or two billion, you can't. That's tough to get. You're actually by. poor. I think you're considered poor at that Cash point. Cash poor. Yeah. But, but if like you're Oakland or Kansas City or Tampa, you're not raking anywhere close to the money the Mets are making. Uh, yeah, this is very true. That's guys, true. the Mets play in Flushing. That's from Patrick at Immaculata. Flushing, okay. Queens. You ever been? Uh, dunk on me there. Did you ever go to the old Shea? Absolutely, yes. it's where I caught a ball from David Wright. Yeah. What a dump. Yeah, I got, I've had some character. Mm-hmm. I've had some, some yeah, fun some character. history to I'm it. getting there. Take the subway. Yeah. yeah. Well, the new place is right by it, right? Yeah. Same parking lot. All in Queens there. Did, did, I don't know. We got spit do, on. 
Oh, <laughs> you got spit on there. Yeah, in the. Uh... Are you doing it? This is the, from Seinfeld. They got he got spit on. No, this is uh, back into the left. Yeah, this is another uh, Bermuda story with Anna Cardente. First time we were I... talking about Shea Stadium and the Mets. I'm talking about Shea. Uh, my dad got me two tickets to the Cardinals game up there, so I flew up to Jersey mm-hmm. to see Anna, and I took her and her parents to the game. Oh, you did? Didn't tell me your parents didn't speak English. Oh, what did they speak? How long have you been in this country? What did they speak? Cuban. Spanish? Spanish. I knew that was coming. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I wore a a Cardinal jersey, um, and I'm getting spit on. Hate the Cardinals. Like, seriously? People are really spitting on you? I spit on, uh, well, spit on her, didn't spit on me. Doug, what would you do if someone just spat on you? I I don't know what I'd do. That would be like the most... jarring moment of my entire life if someone just looked at me, never met me in my life, and then spat on me, I'd freak out. And then uh, there was a rain delay. and uh, Life all the spit. More, here comes more rain. The usher usher wouldn't wipe our seats because I had a Cardinal jersey on. We don't take care of Cardinal fans. You're an usher. Wipe the seat off. They wouldn't wipe the chairs off either. The story blows. It's from Brian Henson. I've I've told this one before. Um, But it was awful. Ken got spat on at Shea Stadium once. The girl he was dating, her parents didn't speak English. It's on best of rotation. That's from Brian. Is it really? TMA all day is really hamstrung your ability oh, yeah. to tell stories. I don't on mind the show. hearing oh, you type in Iggy on the search bar. There's like terabytes. See, that's when you you segments when you say heard it eight times. Well, you've heard it through the skeleton on best of. That doesn't yeah. mean I've told it eight times. It's fresh. It's it's fresh this morning. I can't I can't help that we play TMA all day. That that's the New York <laughs> attitude that, that, I, that just drives me. Up the wall that I just absolutely hate. What's that? That, that aggressive, mean-spirited, everybody's a jerk yeah. attitude. I just can't stand that. I, I the... want nothing to do with New York or Philadelphia or that whole area. Yeah, I will say whenever I go visit family up there, it's like the manners that you would normally, like, you know, like if you're within five, ten feet of a door and someone will hold the door open for you, yeah. that's just not, a, they don't do that. It's not necessarily no. a thing. But to their credit, I will say that, like, they know they walk with a purpose, you know. It's not no one's really messing around over there. Well, know? they have to walk fast because they could be being followed. <laughs> Chase about to have their legs broken. I think it's a great city to visit. I never lived. I there. want nothing to do with New York. Oh, no just, thing. I would agree. Manhattan and no, New York. Walking is around Manhattan, cool place to visit. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm gonna stop in here and have lunch. You just find any restaurant, you have lunch, and then go you shopping. You have trouble finding places to eat here? Well, I'm not walking. Well, you I know where you're walk- going. I'm talking about just. Walking in Manhattan, just walking down the street, and, oh, I'm going to stop and have lunch. You just find a restaurant and just eat. Then you go buy a nice $10 Gucci off the, from a vendor on the street, and you get back to the hotel, and it's already broke. That Gucci sounds what? great. Like yeah. a wallet? Watch. No. Well, almost every downtown in America, other than St. Louis, you can just walk around and find restaurants all over the place. For the most part. It's just I don't I don't like the mean, nasty, aggressive attitude. I yeah. just can't stand it. If you've lived in the Midwest your whole life, it's a tough yeah. adjustment, I would I, say. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. Being are, around rude people, right. obnoxious. Are the no Knicks thing. and the Rangers the only two teams in New York that play in Manhattan? I don't think anyone else, because both the football teams play in East Rutherford. Yeah. Bronx for the Yankees, Queens for the Mets. Obviously, the Nets play in Brooklyn. I don't know, I think. That'd, That'd be, be it, a, I guess. That'd be the only two. I like yeah. that. Not a lot of room in Manhattan. Right, yeah. Well, the Yankees play in the Bronx. That's not Manhattan, but it's all kind of connected there. 
I took my family to New York last year and had my arms full walking into the hotel. People on the street were extremely eager to help. Definitely was impressed by the people of New York. That's they were probably the other tourists. <laughs> uh, my significant other's family lives in upstate New York. It's absolutely gorgeous in that part of the state. It's from upstate, Erica Century. Yeah. We're, we're talking about the city, but Cooper's yeah. Town and that area. Finger Lakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Catskills. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Catskill Mountains. That, you spent a lot of time in the Catskills. <laughs> yeah. Honing your craft. I've been to Cooperstown. <laughs> yeah. Cooperstown's, it, it's like such a, like a little You can't town. get there. Yeah, yeah. it's such a you little town. Get... It's mm-hmm. hard to, but it's all baseball themed. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I like Cooperstown. I went right after the 2011 World Series, and they had David Freeze's shredded jersey up in there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Uh, New York is incredible. You simply can walk down the street, and you'll come across the places that actually serve food. That's from a new pool All right, we'll go downtown from a Cardinal game and we'll walk around. How many restaurants are you going to see? I said, other than St. Louis, that well, happens. That's what I'm saying. That's where I live. So it's different. You go to a place where you can just, just walk down the street. I'm going to stop in and get a shirt. I'm gonna Can't eat, do that in I'm going to eat lunch. You don't have any stores. I'm going to get some shoes. I mean, just walking down Manhattan, anywhere you look, there's something you can do here. What are you going to do? Let them walk out of Bush Stadium? How long are you going to walk before you find a restaurant? I can't imagine where you'd have to go in downtown St. Louis to buy a pair of shoes. Mm. I don't, I'm not sure that that's even possible. Even the Cardinal Gift Store I don't is the closest thing we have to a store in downtown St. Louis. I don't think they sell you a pair of shoes. They got, like, the Arch Apparel Store right there by BPV, but I don't think they'll sell you a shoe. You can no. get a T-shirt or some socks. Yeah. But uh, It's pretty unbelievable yeah. that, a, that a downtown area, there is not a store can't. People steal stuff. I always remember that you said that, like, if you spilled something on your dress shirt that KMOV, like, where would you go to yeah. get a new one? I don't know. I'd have to get in the car and drive a long way. Yeah, probably Clayton or something. Yeah. Uh, there's 10 effing restaurants in walking distance of me. It's from Steve in Wildwood. Yeah, you're talking about Ballpark Village. I'm talking about an entire city where you could walk through Manhattan yeah. and there's something everywhere. Well, yeah, Manhattan's a little different, though, because it's like all, like the city is everything, whereas in St. Louis, part of the city outside of downtown is you can find restaurants all over the place. You walk through the Grove, you can hit 20 restaurants in about five minutes. Yeah. Doug, St. Louis has a top, <coughs> excuse me, top 10 food in the country, for sure. Wow, bold take, and I, I like know. it. I mean, I've been to, I, I've been to every state. But I, I, I've been doing enough, and we do try to find, you know, dining in a lot of different areas that, you know, are hot spots, you know. And St. Louis has got it. You've got to find, you know? find them, and it's, they're not directly downtown. They're, you know, Grove Hill, Tower Grove area. All, like, there are some really phenomenal restaurants. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just talking about an area. I'm not talking about good food, good mm. restaurants. No, no, I just want to talk about an area. If you want to compare downtown New York to downtown St. Louis, you oh, can't. that'd be a hard comparison. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the total. But you can't compare, like, lower Manhattan to almost anywhere in in America. No. no, but I'm going by this texture. Oh wow, I can walk and find a restaurant. You're missing my point. What's your point? Of what I was saying in New York, you just walk down the street. It could be a restaurant store, restaurant store, restaurant store, 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 restaurant, jewelry stop. Because people actually live there. In St. Louis, you don't have that downtown. Because no one lives there. But I don't get how you... New York is not sustainable, right? Like, I'm very confused why people are obsessed with living there. 
It's overpopulated. It's so expensive. I get there's a lot of things to do, and it's a culture. It's a vibe. You know, it, it, city. It's it our cultural fit. mainstay. It's like I, I just don't. Capital of culture. I guess if you have money, I guess it's no issue. But I don't know how people do a paycheck to paycheck living in an 800, 700 square foot for 25, yeah. 2600 a month. You usually get paid you know, for it if you're living there. Taking two separate subways to work. That's like your average person. Mm-hmm. Now, the people that live in penthouses and have a private driver that drives you to your... You know, work on Fifth Avenue. That's not realistic. I don't know how regular people people want to live there. A lot of people like the action. A lot of people have been born there. It's all they ever known. I just, I don't know. To me, I, I would love to go visit. It's just something that I, I just never understood the appeal of grinding it in New York, just because it's so utterly expensive. Usually, the more people you have in an area, the more prosperous it's going to be. Correct. I get, and I get that more. Small town America. There's not much money there. Not much happening. But the more people you have, the more an area will grow and be prosperous. Because in Canton, you can buy a nice house for seventy, eighty thousand dollars. I'm not kidding. Really? But, but there York also is no jobs. <laughs> like you would have to go yeah, to Peoria to kicker. make forty thousand. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, I, I guess I understand. But the majority there. of New Yorkers who grew up there, were born there, will tell you they love their city. Good for them, and right. I, I'm they sure love it's New awesome. York. I just, yeah, don't just like it. here, people will say to me, "Why do you still live there?" I mean, it's crime is unbelievable. Uh, murder capital of the United States. Why do you live there? I was born here, right in Maryland so Heights. I, so I live here the because I'm born here. I'm not. I got to get out of here. Hate this city. No, because I was born here. Just like New Yorkers who were born there, they live and die in New Yorker. And my mom was born on Long Island, and now she's a St. Louis. And what does that say, Doug? I don't know. She bailed out. And where's your dad from? Clay City, Illinois. Yeah, there you go. Shout where, out to my where dad. Is that? Uh, it's by Olney. It's like Center, Illinois. Huh. It's it was a population one thousand when he was there. And oh God. Considerably less now. Farm community. Big time, yeah. Right dad the, was a farmer. No, right off the Little Wabash River. Oh, is that right? Uh huh. Yeah. Shout out to my dad. He just retired. Fully retired. Oh, just this week. Yeah, yesterday. Fully oh, retired. Congratulations. He, is, he was a principal forever, or teacher and a principal, and now and now he's worked for consulting, education consulting, and now he's officially done. So shout out to Pop. Good huh. for him. Enjoy the. Enjoy it all, Pop. What's he going to do in his retirement? Uh, Probably play a lot of golf, hang out, um, be a quality father and grandfather like he's been my entire life and my brother and sister's lives. So God bless, Bob. I wish I could. About a month and a half from being an official, be able to retire. You are? Well, shut it down. 66. We we love you here, but, you know. I can't afford to retire. Well, your your full Social Security age for you would be like 66 in four months or five months. So December. And I'll start collecting. I can still work and collect it. You can still collect it now, but the more, the longer you wait, the more you get. Yeah, so I'll wait till December and I can collect it full and still work. Is, yeah. is it $1,000 a month, full Social Security? Depends on how much you've put in. that much. It. Depends on how much you've put into it over the years. It's happened in radio for 30 years, so... But do they have that much. proof to how much you put in, or are they... Oh, gosh, sure they do. Yeah, don't you get a thing in the mail? You might be a little young. I get a thing every six months to tell me how much I get yeah. at a certain age. Really? Okay, yeah, I, I don't get that just yet. Yeah, if I uh, wait till... They'd waste a lot of paper. Oh, I'm already mailers. taking it. I'll wait till December. I think I get, like, $1,100 a month. Is that what it is? Okay. Oh, that's what I'm making, but... But that's Doug's probably making more because he had great jobs. I've been yeah, that put in more. Years, so. yeah. A lot of people believe you should wait till seventy. Ha- I think you have to start taking it at seventy, and that would max out your benefit. But for me, it was like uh, sixty-six in four months, and then you don't you don't lose any benefits if you continue to work, 
And I would have to get to be like 86 years old before it would even out had I waited till 70. You understand? Hmm. All the yeah. money I'm making now. So you'd be taking it slowly. Yeah. I'd have to be 86 before it would make sense to have waited till I'm 70 to start taking it. 1100 1500 that's not terrible. It's not ideal, though. Well, you can't retire on that point. Well, it's a, that, for most people, it's a lot more than that. It's three or four or five times that. But, yeah, I guess I guess that's right. Yeah, so if you're making $6,000 a month without working, you know, you can, depending on how much you have saved up, you can retire. Oh, I can't, if you make 6000 a month, I you can't can, retire. And if you have medical benefits with that, that's... I mean, I'm, I, I live a very simple life, yeah. so I, I I think I could get by with six thousand a month. Right, well, I, like I they, could. But if you want to retire and travel and you know do that, no. Yeah, it depends on what other expenses you have. I just want to live. <laughs> as long as I'm simple possible. man. <laughs> I just need milk in the fridge and. Just uh, yeah, just uh, you know some gushers and. But stuff. you also get hit with other expenses <laughs> as you get older. You get hit. With much more health care expenses. Well, I, that, and I, like that's that. why I pointed the caveat there where if you have like full medical benefits, yeah. 6000 well, then you get yeah, Medicare, and, but you got to pay for that too. Yeah. Uh, text on in, engineered design facilities. Killer topic. Text mm-hmm. inbox 314 TMA5. And uh, we were talking about food a little earlier. Andrea's barbecue sauce. Oh my goodness. It's, what a tasty sauce that is, it is it, As far as sauces go, it's a tasty. I'm yeah. on bottle right number four. Are you? Oh, yeah. It's it's truly world-class. I love I Anytime I'll have some chicken or really anything, I'll dip it right in that Andrea's barbecue sauce, and they sell over there at Schnucks, Deerberg. They can get you taken care of. And, Nikki, you've been to the restaurant a couple times, right? Uh, I have. Tremendous and, restaurant. Yeah, it's an outstanding Tremendous restaurant. Tremendous food. I suggest the uh, ribeye or the prime rib. Well, I think just about anything would be great. It is, but you're asking me what I suggest. I would suggest the prime rib. Would you? Uh, not a lot of places serve prime rib. I always like the end piece. I like the end cut. And, uh, you, just, and you get that with the Andrea steak sauce? What makes the end all cut so their, special? All of their steaks are cooked in the Andrea steak sauce. Yeah, and that's outstanding. You can get the barbecue sauce or the steak sauce grocery stores near you. And, of course, head to Andrea Steakhouse, 6805 Old Collinsville Road in O'Fallon, Illinois. Check them out. That's Andrea's Steakhouse. And I got a couple guys here using that Munganass whips. Am I right? Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't got a Munganass whip. pretty much has all the Munganass abilities because yeah. everything mm-hmm. that has been touched by Munganass turns to gold. Yeah, just because you get, didn't get your car from Munganass doesn't mean they can't Start service that. it over yeah. at Munganass St. Louis Acura. Alden Toyota. Doug, what are you driving from Munganass right now? Uh, Highlander. Oh, they and it's sweet, isn't yesterday it? yesterday for another, another new one. Oh, yeah. is it, is oh, it beautiful? It's just a fantastic SUV. Yeah. My this dad is from just Alton got one. Toyota, but yep. the same people that have Alton Toyota have St. Louis Acura. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, you just will not be disappointed. If you haven't found a car person yet, if every time your car breaks down or every time you need to buy a new one, you're thinking, oh, no, where do I go now? What kind of rat race am I into? You, you won't think about that at all when you go to Munganaz. Yeah. The people are unbelievably friendly and nice, and they'll take great care of you. And you got that secret number, Doug? You know that secret number? There is a secret number, uh-huh. but I haven't written it down. It's a secret. It's It'll get best. you straight to the muckety mucks. That's my we best. don't just give it to anybody. Right. That's Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. And of course, we got the Strodecast mm-hmm. presented by Paramount Ooh. Men's Medical Center. Uh, got ED or PE. Enhance your performance in the bedroom and see instant results on your first office visit. Call 314 720 8210. Iggy, can we get the Strodecast not only for today, but for the weekend here in St. Louis? Yeah, weekend uh, for Father's Day. 
What do you got? I think it may rain. Oh. Um, so you may want to get those ribs out there early. Uh, I think we may have some afternoon rain, probably about a 60% chance Sunday. Um, but then after that, uh, we, we dropped down into the 80s. It's not going to be any steamy, hot 9,500 degree days for the next week. Uh, it's going to be in the 80s. But this weekend, eh, about 90, but little rain. Looks like we've got a pretty good chance of rain, like, all next week, all the way into Thursday. Every right? day into Thursday, like 60% chance. I only trust the Strodecast, so are you seeing something yeah. similar next week? Well, I'm just telling you what the weekend is. Next week, there's a chance of rain, but it's not going to be as hot. It's in the 80s. Yeah, upper 80s. But I'm, but it's not 90. No. no. But I'm telling you, Sunday, good chance of rain. A little Father's Day rain? Yeah, mm. just cook your ribs early and... What if, want, now what if I don't want ribs? Ribs well, are too much work. Well, barbecue whatever you want. Oh. But, <laughs> but that shouldn't affect the weather, no matter what I barbecue? No, no. if you start barbecuing pork, it's going to start raining. Oh, I like pork steaks. I do, too. How Bigger big a, the better. How big a Hoosier am I? No, I think I think a pork steak. Oh, if you do a good pork steak with a yeah. rub on it. Mm, covered in, I would cover it in that Andrea's barbecue sauce. I would put a little of that Would's steak your, sauce on there yeah. and then douse it, kind of baste it mm. in that uh, mm-hmm. barbecue sauce. And I'd baste myself. What? Mm. Well, yeah, now we're talking. Uh, Doug, no. They need to play this conversation in a journalism class. That's from Talktown Astrovan in reference to us talking about 401K and Social Security. Mm-hmm. Uh, actual question for Doug. When do you start spending that 401K? It's from 314. Well, you, I believe you have to at age 72. You can take it out now after 59 and a half, but I think at age 72... There are mandatory withdrawals. Hmm. So I'm hoping to wait till 72 before I touch it. There you go. So you got, you got 50K in that 401K, don't you? <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't be working here. No. I'd be on a beach somewhere. Nope. How much do you think I got in mind from starting parachute. a cupboard? A couple thousand, maybe? Yeah, I would say 3,200. I'll buy a flight down to that. Uh... Well, I'm just raking in the money now. Yeah. Well, where do you want to yeah. go? South Florida, well, work did at that, the rallies? Did that, what uh, interest don't like the... Does it add up? Let's say you're you retire at sixty four and you have a four hundred one k with a company you worked at for thirty years. Is that still collecting interest, or isn't that like if you don't put any more in? Depends on what the four hundred one k is invested in. Okay. And say Mutual if you stop funds? putting money in your four hundred one k after you retire, does it still accumulate? Yeah, with because interest? that money that money has gone into a, usually a fund, a okay. stock fund of some kind. I let Tim's friend do mine. Um, mm. And I said just just some safe stuff, and I think the last report you get or you know they send you something email something to hubbard how's your 401k plan i think i was up 12 percent on my stocks yeah yeah well how much you invest in tesla you put in i don't know whatever is allowed to there you go a million uh we got the shrewsbury seat sniffer on line one is that right (sighs) line one line one let's uh hear from old shrewsy hello shrewsy morning folks morning I had I had just two quick questions. First one, uh, I started to break up the retirement 101 oh. seminar, but uh, <laughs> Jackson, Yo. I was wondering who do you think will be the NBA's like next year's Sacramento Kings? Who's going to come out of nowhere to be like a top three seed? I was going to say, I'll get my opinion. I think it's going to be Oklahoma City. Oh, I think I they're kind of due. Yeah, they'll have Chet Holmgren. You think they'll have Chet Holmgren coming back, and obviously Shea Gilgis Alexander on top of a really good young core. Um, what about the Hornets? The Hornets oh, are they're bad. They're, no. Yeah, they're in limbo at the moment. Uh, I like I like their, your play on the Oklahoma City Thunder, 
and I'll make a smaller play. Maybe the Pacers? I don't know. I don't know. If mm-hmm. I, I don't, I I don't know. I'm a big Pacers fan these days. So I don't know if I believe I get in that. Down with that. Uh, Maybe the, the Pistons. The Pistons have, have a good time. young core. Sorry that you know I don't have a lot of time to talk today, but well, I was wondering. Sorry to bother you. I went to the Flaming Lips show the other night, uh, and I did see Buck Swope there as well. And I was wondering for everyone on the dais, who is the male lead singer you would sleep with at the drop of a hat? No oh. questions asked. And well, I think. Iggy uh, left the studio. The Lips, Wayne Coyne, I would, I would do that for sure. But I'll, I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate it. I got to go. I got work today. Okay, so sorry, to sorry to bug you. Post Malone, was he kind of as a, as a, as a lead singer? Justin Timberlake. Hmm. So just singer in general. Mm. Okay. Willie Nelson. I, uh, I got nobody. I got nobody for you. I've never contemplated the question: What male lead singer would I sleep with? Don't well, be prude, Doug. Never, never thought of it uh, until now. The uh, Iggy, uh, of course, left the studio once uh, a car joined us, but uh, we all know his answer is Robert Smith of The Cure, who we oh. saw last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I might go, oh, boy. Who's, who's that lead singer of Weezer? Who's the who's the lead singer of Weezer? He uh, did a song with B.O.B. one time. I don't know. He was kind of handsome. Can we have initials? Uh, let's see. It is uh, Rivers Cuomo. Rivers Cuomo. He's yeah. cute. Yeah, right? When, don't you think? Tender. Uh, Iggy, the question that was posed to us by the Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer is, which male uh, lead singer would you most want to sleep with? And I answered for you with Robert Smith. Is that fair? Um, Billy Joe Armstrong would be up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bon Jovi in his prime. John Bon Jovi is who is. <laughs> in his prime, yeah. Uh, some people are texting. Someone said meatloaf. It's from Chester Drawers. Oh. Uh, the guy from Paint the Earth was cute as a button. It's from Stephen Wildwood. Uh, Doug, who's the lead singer of the Mills Brothers? That's from Stepdad oh. Gary. Uh, I don't think there was a lead singer. There were brothers in the old Billy Mills. Uh, Dashboard confessional singer. It's from Mr. Licks. I don't know his name. The singer from Haircut 100. Cute little twink boy. No. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. KG, who would be your answer? Would you say Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Yeah. Liked him call. for a long time. Yeah. And he was in NSYNC. Oh, yeah. I kind of missed the boy band thing. That was a little bit before my time. I did, uh, ooh. Yeah, I guess I have to. I did, uh, NSYNC in the talent show back in high school, and I, of course, was Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, were you? Oh, yeah. Had the do-rag on, <laughs> costumes. Oh, my mom made all five costumes for the for the squad. That's nice. <laughs> and how'd that play at Sekman? Strong. For the, for the Jaguars. Strong. <laughs> did you win the talent show? Well, there was no winner per se, but ah. we, did, we were awarded with the closing act two years in a row. Not a big deal. Oh, mm. nice. Yeah. You got closing the people act. fired up. In Sekman was the name of the group. In Sekman. That's great. <laughs> we never had a talent show in high school. I kind of wish we did. That would have been fun. I'd like to see some people Probably do Probably because it would leave someone out. It's not fair to have talent when someone else didn't have talent. No, but we had like the this thing called like Mr. Ledoux where like one person from each like club or sport would do like some silly dance routine. It was like a some show. Oh. I was I was Mr. Golf two years in a row. Um, I just saw that Ledoux got ranked as one of the top 50 high schools in America, public high schools. It usually the only on one some in the St. Louis area. Yeah, it's usually on some. I mean, it depends on what yeah. ranking you're looking at. Like standardized testing isn't necessarily that, that, always that, a, that was a good indicator yeah. of, of that uh, biases and such, but 
regardless, we'll do is usually we'll do in Clayton or usually mm. on one of those lists. Doug, if, if we had a TMA talent show, what would be your talent? Uh, I, I'd guess I'd dance. You know, <laughs> I was a Chippendales dancer for many years. Right, I right. guess I just four hundred one k from that alone. I'd get out my bellhops outfit and, and do a Chippendales routine. <laughs> what about I, that leisure suit you used to have? I had a canary yellow leisure suit. Yeah. Well, boy, if you what would, if you have a talent that you could do if we did like a little talent show. I have no talents. Oh come on. We're all blunt in under a minute. Oh. Uh, I, I count that. That's about yeah. I don't. Is really, that considered fast? Yeah, I would say so. I, I don't really have like extraordinary talents. Your metabolism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Show people just, how to yeah. eat whatever you want. Literally just hammer a dozen Krispy Kremes and mm-hmm. then step on the scale and you lose weight. Yeah. I think that would be. Ooh, lost a pound. That would be interesting. Been the low fat one. Eggs you'd like sing, I assume. No, I'd probably cook. Make a Caesar salad and a steak, Diane. Table side. Oh, in front of everybody. Yeah. Would you like? Would you like do like a little stand-up routine while you're doing it to kind of keep? Yeah, tell engaged? some stories and keep everybody entertained while I mm-hmm. flambéed it. Doug's talent is that mouth boo. Hey. It's from the 830 Recreator. This conversation is unbelievable. We are all now dumber <laughs> listening to this. That's from Jackson's well, Long we killed, we killed an hour. Absolutely. No, this is we're not we're not killing hours. We are killing the hour. We are doing it. We are we are doing our best. We are right. on top of the game. And if you don't like the show today, that's on the listeners. It's this rich is, with content. This is the listener show. Press conference Friday. We already talked to Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer. Call on in, text in. If you want a topic to be discussed, all you gotta do is text it in. And if you don't like the content, you didn't mm. text in any good topics. No, it's put, on them. We put the onus on the listeners. And right. I think that's the right thing to do. It's not Welcome on Welcome to us. AC Radio Show. We may have four or five producers. But it's not on us to come up with the content. We can't be bothered. No. We're stars. We're very busy. We won't even hit buttons to get on the air. Right. I don't even want to be on air anymore. That's how big of a star I am. <laughs> You're too big for it. You're too big to be on air. I'm going to guess, pause. you didn't finish Succession yesterday. So... I had one of the longest days. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. I did not. So no. And... Hey, you want to go mano y mano? No pepperoncini. No, no it... I want Plowsy to be in there, too. I mean, it's pepperoncini with Plowsy, So and the, the thing is... I go to Milwaukee this weekend. What in the world is in Milwaukee? Oh, yeah, tell us, baby. We surprised Madison's dad for her birth or for a birthday, which went the other day. We were going to go to Branson, but we switched it up on him and picked Milwaukee. Going to the Brewers game on Saturday. Who do they play? I don't know. There well, were $12, twelve dollar tickets. Pittsburgh, oh. like super. Was you going to guess Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, okay. battle of the first place teams. I wanted. I always wanted to go. Uh, to Milwaukee, never been. I haven't either. It's, it's one of the size. only big cities in America it's, I haven't been to. It's a nice city. My friends uh, from Hedo. Uh, Ooh, brother. link up with them. They have a uh, bar restaurant right on the river called um, Double D's. Oh, Plowsy, you could get their of, names. Because uh, of Amy's boobs, Double D's. We're staying at a famous, like, kind of historic hotel. I forgot what it was called. But Milwaukee The haunted in, hotel? The no, Pfizer? It, it, it's not the Fister. Mr. Not the Fister. Pfizer is but, the forum. <laughs> but see, I, I do want to see Milwaukee Bucks' new stadium as well. Yeah, the Pfizer for him. Yeah, that would that would have called it. Mm-hmm. So I, I I read about it and heard downtown's fantastic. You gotta go brewery hopping if you want. Mm-hmm. A lot of good local restaurants. So I'm excited. I've been line or driving. We're driving. It's, it's only six little, hours. It's a fun six trip. hours to Milwaukee. Yeah, five hours and twenty yeah. minutes. And yeah, sadly I still have laundry to finish <laughs> and pack. So it'll be a tough day. Yeah, clock into that. Tough day. Huh. <laughs> so it's a little weekend jaunt to Milwaukee. Yeah, pop luckily, up camper. No, thankfully, we're not going to take it. We decided to do the hotel, and Madison's mom was nice enough to offer her to drive. Why aren't you going to this haunted hotel? I don't know. I actually forgot that we even existed, honestly. Well, Someone. Madison does most of the 
booking of Airbnbs, hotels. If you trusted me to do that, we'd yeah. We would have the worst crackhead motel for like ten bucks a night. Did you want to stay at the haunted hotel? Yes, yeah, so I, I think I would too. I think I'd be there. I'd be really. I'd be skeeved out. I don't know. Like there's, the a, there's a picture of Double D's. I think, we're not patio. talking about that right now. We're <laughs> Is talking that the about karaoke bar in Brentwood? Can you see this, Blasey? I'm holding my phone up for you. I'm looking now. There's their patio. I think oh, if you. See, that's, that's what we want to find. A nice patio. It's supposed to be 72 all weekend. Oh, is it? That's like prime. I think if you stayed in what's considered a haunted hotel, you would convince yourself that right. you were seeing things like and hearing placebo. things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you might be right on that. What's like, the money back policy, though? What if you. I don't have a ghost and back. it's legit and you can't sleep and they're a policy that the hotel provides? Well, if it's like a friendly ghost. Like One a, that just tickles your butthole and leaves. Oh! <laughs> oh! Or like has takes, like a takey ghost. Takes me. be hilarious. He's just writing it in like chalk on the floor yeah. about how all he should be Mo. fired. I think Mo. it would be fascinating Mo. if Fire you saw Mo. something. Yeah. It would be a life-changing I think, yeah, experience. It would generally change your life. If you yeah. saw a ghost, you'd start thinking about life a lot differently. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what the worst shows out there are. Ghost Hunter shows. They're so fabricated oh, and yeah. fake. It's like you can even tell with their reaction. Like it's some we, we detected- whoever gets in and watch those shows and thinks any of that is real. It, it, if you ever watch Ghost Adventures, they're the worst yeah. actors I've ever seen oh, yeah. in my life. I'm gonna tell you something. I usually recommend things that I've seen. Uh, I watched it. I don't know why I watched it. I don't recommend it. I watched the Jared Fogle Subway Guy documentary. Oh, yeah. I saw that and had no interest in it. It's, I mean, they got a lot of tapes that this this lady secretly taped him. Doing what? Oh, I forgot there is that Jared from Subway documentary. Yeah, yeah I have no interest in yeah, catching a monster that. or something. What did he do? What did he do? Jared from Subway? I know he did something, but I forget what it what yeah, was. I think child pornography, I think. Yeah, yeah. He had like a big bad. ring. It's really gross. I can't lie. I have no interest That's in the like one reliving things I can't... stories like that. Ugh. That's just... I didn't remember how it all You give me a about. serial killer all day of the week. But yeah, I want, yeah. Yeah, well, it started with his uh, the guy who was running his foundation. Uh, they found child pornography in his house. He, he had, had a foundation just from appearing in a couple of Subway commercials? He started his own he foundation to raise, to raise money to uh, do programs to help kids stay in shape and obesity and things like that. But the guy who was running it had cameras. This guy was a sicko. Uh he was a stepfather of these two girls. He had cameras in every room filming the girls. And his mom was trying to talk the girls into using, uh, like, dildos and things. No. The mom told them to drink and start smoking pot at, like, 12. This yeah, was party, Jared's, party. Jared's wife. No, this is the guy who was running his foundation. Well, they, they went into his home. They got a um, subpoena to go into his house and check his computers. And they found all these text messages, this child pornography he was sending. He was sending them to Jared Fogle. So now they had Jared Fogle receiving child porn. That's how he got caught. Gross. But it was just, I watched. It was only two two episodes, but... Yeah, Sounds like real light, fascinating. No, I God. thought the yeah, Anna... No, it's like the last thing I would ever yeah, just light, watch. Just light watching. I thought the Anna Nicole the Smith documentary watched. opened up my eyes. To what? She Sugar actually, Daddies? she wasn't that much of a money grabber. I'll be honest. It was way less than I thought. She made her own money. She met him before. Like, when they met, she didn't really take a bunch of money. She wanted to make her own money. Now, granted, I'm sure the appeal of him was he could be dead in five years and they're 
hundreds of millions of dollars at well, the table. She got, she got a house out of it. It didn't seem like it wasn't strictly for money. Just me. Well, the yeah. guy was, what, 90 years old or something? Correct. But they still... And she was 20-something? Yeah. And it wasn't about the money? I didn't say it. All I, It just felt like when you hear about the story, it was just her marrying him and just waiting for him to die. But it really wasn't. They have phone conversations with the two of them and... Well, the phone you know, conversations was him well, at the, home and her somewhere else, not at not at home with him. Well, the videos of the kids, like I thought, they looked like they were happy. The kids, and if kids he is happy? happy, what does it matter? That's as, my as whole point. As long as you made him happy, who he's eighty six. He's loving life. It matters to the rest of his heirs who are probably well. His son is share his his son is money. evil though. Like what he did was evil. She got no money out of that deal either. Yeah, he took over his estate without his dad knowing. That dude is a. You want to talk about a money grabbing whore? His son is the money grabbing whore. Mm. It's not Anna Nicole Smith. Still looking for a Valentine's date for Ski Ball. I understand this program has two older gentlemen working on it. Let me ask, how'd they feel about shoebox collections and apartments in Bayless? That's from John. Ski ball. He's looking to go on a ski ball date for Valentine's Day. What's the deal with the shoebox? He's got a shoebox collection and he's got what? an apartment in Bayless. What's he? Oh, he's just collecting the shoeboxes. Nothing in the boxes. I don't think so. Okay. And you can go to Bayless and hang out with him and go ski ball because we all know Bayless is such a nice area. It doesn't sound bad. Isn't yeah. Bayless just a high school? It is. <laughs> It's in, I think it's Afton, is what that would be considered. You yeah. get to see this guy walking around playing skee ball with a fistful of tickets. That sounds great. I'll take the teddy bear. Bayless Broncos. You ever play them? No. Take their measure? I think they were too small. Too small school for us. Assume I played them one time. Plowsy nod. Such a busy day yesterday and watch Succession. Also, Plowsy, I just watched the Anna Nicole Smith documentary. But you watched that a while ago. Uh, yeah, that was like... Over the weekend, last weekend. So. I don't really like documentaries. Like, I never will ever fire up a documentary. I love them because... I also don't read nonfiction. I need some footage that I haven't seen before, though, to make the documentary interesting. Yeah, I love documentaries. All right, it's just never something that, like... Uh, the Iceman documentary is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Richard just... Kuklinski. I've heard that name before. Serial killer. Oh, yeah. What was he... What about the guy who was... Mob. That's the ice? one that is awesome. Mm. Terrifying as all hell. And half of his stories were made up. Yeah, that's what the police This guy said. was just, he, he admitted to like a thousand murders and he didn't commit like 900 of them. There so are, he was said he killed Jimmy Hoffa. He only killed 100 people. Yeah. So he wasn't as bad as what we Not thought. Not as bad as we thought he was, no. There are a few glory holes in Bayless, and I'll confirm that. Let me know if you want the coordinates, Doug. That's from Mr. Fong, and he owns a dildo shop. Oh, gosh. I watched nine hours of golf yesterday, Doug. You'd be oh, proud of me. Well, we're going to break down our Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports lineups on the other side of the break. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After, closing out the Munganass 7 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.